Hello, listeners, and welcome back. My name is Stephanie Safarian, and you're listening to episode 309 of Sustainable Minimalists. On today's show, we are offering up five practical repurposing ideas within the home. Flexing your repurposing muscles is a great way to keep perfectly decent items out of landfills, right? It's also a smart way to save a bit of cash because if you are a cynical consumer like I am, you'll realize that brands and especially brands that are selling organizational tools, organizational vessels, they're just selling us the same thing, the same shape in a different way. And chances are good, chances are really darn good that you already have what you need in your home to effectively organize and decorate. And that's because, let's be real, in 2022, we are absolutely inundated with containers and packaging and vessels. So we certainly don't need to go out and buy more when we likely already have what we need. Today, I'm speaking with Leslie Lair. She is a lifestyle and organizing expert who believes that living your best life means living with less, less purchasing, that is. We've talked about repurposing stained or ripped clothes into rags before, and most of us likely already repurpose our toothbrush into a grout cleaner. And so Leslie's on the show today to offer some repurposing ideas of common household items. So keyword common in ways that are practical. We're not going to be making lampshades out of colanders today. (laughs) We're keeping it practical. The goal is to suggest some simple repurposing ideas that you can enact in five minutes or less. Leslie, I am thrilled to speak with you today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. Thank you for coming on. I love to have my guests introduce themselves. So tell us who you are, what you do and how you found yourself interested in helping others get organized. I am a lifestyle organizing and hospitality specialist. And so what I do is I go in, clients hire me to help them not only get organized, but to create systems so that they can continue to stay organized. And what makes me a little bit different is that I really look for pieces that the clients already have to reuse those in a way that is beautiful and stylish and brings joy through creativity. Well, you just said something there that was music to my ears. You said you help people organize by using stuff they already have. I don't want to go out and buy more organizing systems, bins, baskets, etc. So I will say, though, you know, We do live in a culture that prioritizes new stuff. I mean, there are entire stores dedicated to plastic bin purchasing (laughs) and baskets, the newest baskets on the market. And so, you know, fashion, things come and go. But in the home decor sector, trends come and go as well. So I'm curious, do you feel in your capacity as a hospitality, lifestyle, and organizing expert, that the older pieces, the stuff that might be a little bit weathered, do those items have places in a modern home? Absolutely. I'm so glad you asked that because by working with my clients and helping them get organized, what I realized is so many of my clients had these beautiful pieces heirloom pieces, maybe a vintage cake stand that sat 
in a cabinet not being used. And that's when I started to really share different ways my clients could use these beautiful pieces that had been forgotten. In a modern home, I think it's even more important to bring those pieces to life. And we can do it with some style and a pop of personality to bring it to a more modern feel. So I'll give the example of a cake stand. You know, I've got one of my grandmother's vintage cake stands. It could just sit in my cabinet waiting for a day to be used when I make a cake, which is not that often. But instead, I love coming up with creative ways to give it life. Maybe you bring it into your bathroom and you can use it to display your perfumes and your hand lotion. Maybe you put it in the kitchen and you could use it to store fresh produce. Come up with ways to reuse. We'll bring it to life and it allows you to still honor that heirloom piece and bring you some joy while still creating a modern look. Hmm. Yeah, and you don't have to spend extra money or waste additional resources buying something new. And that's something that's so important to me, Stephanie. By living with less, you do find that you're spending less. And I think that's the icing on the cake. By giving new life to pieces that you might have overlooked and reusing pieces creatively without having to go to that new store and buy some product that was earmarked as a office organizing supply system. Yes. And I know you are coming to this conversation armed with so many suggestions and tips, and I'm so excited to get there. But you just touched on something really important, right? If we need to organize our desk or let's say our pens and we go to the organization store or the organizational section of a store, we can buy an item that's marketed to hold pens. But at the end of the day, (laughs) first of all, there's likely very little, if any, personality in that pen holder. And second of all, what is it? It's really just a fancy (laughs) cup, right? That's all it is. It's just a new way to sell you something you likely already have, which is that long, thin shape. You know what? And you totally, you nailed it. And this is something I share with my clients. Before you go shopping, first identify what your need is. You mentioned organizing your pens. Okay, before you invest in something new, go visit your, in my case, I have a space where I have vases and all my glassware. I always recommend that my clients go there first because the chances are pretty likely you've got a beautiful, maybe glass that you haven't used in a while that would serve your needs to stylishly keep all of your pens in order. It's a higher quality if it's glass. You might even have some plastic ones that are stylish or even a vase that might be just, it may not be clear. It might be something that you've had for years and it has a great pattern to it. A beautiful mug, like how fun would that be to add a pop of color on your desk and it has more meaning to you instead of just having that acrylic square, you're now repurposing something. Many times candle uh, vases come with a top and they are perfect for holding your 
paper clips or your staples in a very stylish way and you're giving new life to something that you've repurposed. Yes, I love it. I love it. I think it's so interesting. I always find this amazing. We all have all this stuff and then we have to buy items to store the stuff. I'm talking about the plastic bins and the baskets, and I am always ragging on plastic bins and baskets on this show. I have plenty of them. I have lots of plastic bins. I don't know how I accumulated them, but in they come. And then the baskets too. I feel like baskets, they had their moment, and then now to keep them in in fashion, so to say, new types of baskets come out, but they're all doing the same thing, which is holding our stuff, (laughs) buying stuff to hold our stuff. Where, in your opinion, do the plastic bins and the baskets that we all have, perhaps we know and love them, perhaps we know and don't love them, where do they fall short? They fall short in the fact that you're putting that stuff in a space, whether it be your garage, your attic, your basement, or in creative spaces, and you're forgetting about that stuff. When it's out of sight, out of mind, those plastic bins are basically just a product to just hibernate unnecessary items that we're holding on to. Of course, there's value in having your belongings properly stored. I just find that many times we go overboard with putting items that we don't need anymore in a box and we're just wasting space. The question shouldn't be, or the first question shouldn't be, what bin basket organizing thing do I need to store my stuff? The first question should be, do I need to actually keep and therefore store this item in question? And sometimes, of course, the answer is yes. But you did bring up a really great point there, which is there is a line in the sand for all of us where we're storing stuff and we are going to use that stuff again versus we're storing stuff, we have it phenomenally hidden from sight, we forget we have the stuff. And so when the time comes where we might need to use the item, we forgot we have it. And it therefore is just sitting in our home and not paying rent. Yes, what I find, and I see it firsthand, is that because we forgot we had it, then we go buy more of that item before you begin a project. Let's say it's an organizing project. First, we evaluate what we have. We start eliminating items that are outdated, broken, no longer fit, maybe just not our favorite. Then we style. So we're taking the time to really go through and properly curate the pieces that we wanna keep And I think it's so important because I want my audience and community to take time to store the pieces that they really want to keep and that we're not just accumulating stuff. Yeah, I have been so fortunate to speak with many professional organizers on the show, and they all say the exact same thing. Styling is the last step. Steps one through six are not fun and not glamorous, but they must be done before you get to the fun step, which is styling. And so going back to that super simple pen example that I gave, 
step one, two, three, four, and five is paring down the pens, getting rid of the ones that don't work, keeping the ones that you reach for, that you love to write with. And if you're 38 years old like me, you definitely have a favorite pen. It's paring down, keeping the ones you want and need. And then that final step is the how do we creatively and stylishly store the pens. Well, Leslie, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to get really down and dirty into your tips. I'm going to ask you about some common household items, and hopefully you can give me your best uses for them within the home. So we're going to get there after a quick word from this week's sponsor. If you've been paying attention, you've likely heard something about gut health and why zoning in on your gut health is so darn important. You need EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense. It's a three-in-one capsule that supports your digestive health and promotes gut barrier protection. I started taking EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense because I have a bloating problem, friends. Yes, I do. Inflammation is not my friend. Since taking one capsule a day on an empty stomach with water, I have noticed more energy, improved skin, and here's the big one, reduced bloating. Head to myeq.com and use code SUSTAINABLE for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and so much more. That's myeq.com and use code SUSTAINABLE at checkout for 15% off site-wide today. Nothing nurtures the world above better than the soil below, and that's why I am so excited to introduce you to Coast of Maine. Coast of Maine is an organic soil brand that offers a full range of products designed to cover all of your garden and lawn needs. In years past, my vegetable garden, I neglected the soil and I didn't have much yield. If your soil lacks appropriate nutrients for success, your garden may not succeed. And so this year, I am so excited to cultivate the soil before planting the plants with Coast of Maine's organic products. Coast of Maine believes in nurturing relationships with local retailers, so next time you're at your local retailer, look for Coast of Maine products. Get growing. Visit coastofmaine.com to find a local retailer near you, coastofmaine.com. And we are back. Today, I'm speaking with Leslie Lair. She is a lifestyle, hospitality, and organizing expert, and we are discussing how we can keep our homes organized without going to the store and buying more plastic bins or baskets. So Leslie, I would love to ask you about some common household things. So items that most of us have somewhere in our homes, how can we use those items to organize, again, instead of going out and spending money on some new organizational tool? Sound good? Yes, absolutely. So one of my first steps is to evaluate your glassware and vases. And the reason why I recommend that is that many of us have a large inventory of vases. You know, the clear vases that we receive as gifts, they come in cylinders, squares, all different shapes and sizes. Not only do they take up some prime real estate in our cabinets, they can be used to store countless items. 
from pantry essentials to kitchenware. I use some of my vases, my shorter ones have been great to hold like Q-tips in the bathroom, cotton balls. I just love the fact that they're clear, that they're stylish, they're timeless. They'll go with any decor. And we're also allowing more space in some of the key places you mentioned like Q-tips there. I'm thinking to myself as you were saying that, I don't want my Q-tips out on the counter. I don't personally want to look at my Q-tips, but they don't have to be. You can store your Q-tips in one of those vases or jars and just put them under the cabinet. So for anybody who's a minimalist like me and wants the clear countertops, you don't have to put all this stuff on the countertops, correct? Absolutely. It's so funny you say that because I'm like you. There's only my liquid soap in one flower vase on my counter. And so I actually have, there are the candle containers that have the tops. They're inside my drawer. And that's where I hold like my hair uh, ties, my Q-tips, my cotton balls. And then in my kitchen, I have other containers or glass that were repurposed. I repurpose rubber bands from the grocery store. All of those stay in a drawer, nicely organized. I love clear because you really can see what your inventory is. One of my other favorite ideas is taking shoe boxes. Now we've got two options here. There's some designers that make colorful shoe boxes that can just stand by themselves. And you can just have them for everything from like stationery to store craft items. You can use it for your laundry pot. You can come up with so many creative ways to repurpose those shoe boxes. I typically will create a label just so that I know what's inside. And then for the shoe boxes that are not as stylish right from the get-go, I've come up with creative ways from reusing wrapping paper, to create a more stylish look on the outside. I use for entertaining a simple solution to elevate for entertaining our paper runners and paper placemats. And they come usually in bulk. And so I'll reuse those and wrap them around the shoe boxes. And suddenly I've elevated something that was going to go into the recycling bin and gave it a whole new life. And if it's stylish, then you might be able to use it in a space where you're not afraid if it's open, it's more cohesive. And yet it's also giving you a simple solution for storage without having to go purchase something new. I love that. As you were talking, Leslie, I was thinking about how back in my 20s, I think my 20s, maybe let's say my teens, just to be safe. We had cameras with film, and so we would develop the photos, and then what do you do with all these photos? You would stick them in a box. Well, back in the day, they sold a glorified shoebox to store all those photos if you didn't want to put them in an album. I bought a couple. I still have them, but what are they? They are just a fancy shoebox, and so I love your tip there. I mean, how long would it take? How long does it take you to recover a shoebox and make it aesthetically pleasing? 10 minutes. Basically, it's the same amount of time that you would take to wrap a gift. You really could be creative. I am giving some simple solutions with using just paper, 
But with decoupage being so popular now, you could really create something pretty fabulous and make it more artistic. I love it. Well, another household item that most of us likely have, and I want to ask you about this because just before coming down to record this with you, Leslie, my kids are off from school today. We went apple picking this morning and then they wanted to make an apple pie. And I thought to myself, oh my goodness, all right, we're doing it. But we ran out of cinnamon and I have a spice container, a cinnamon spice container. And I'm thinking to myself, boy, this is a lovely little thing. What can I do with it? First of all, love the fact that you went apple picking. But back to the cinnamon, those glass spice containers are perfect to repurpose for, that's all my sewing needles. And I have a little craft kit. Simply remove the label and you can do that with uh, hot water and a little bit of elbow grease. And then you've created, it's the perfect clear container to store small items. So that's where I keep my packs from your bulletin board. My sewing needles, you can use them for, again, paper clips, staples, anything small, it's perfect. And then it goes into my little craft kit, but I can see exactly what's in it. So the mystery is gone. <laughs> it's an efficient solution that's also stylish. You've mentioned something there a couple times, and it's so important. It's the ability to see what it is you're storing, because going back to what we were talking about earlier, if you don't know you have it, you're not going to reach for it when the time comes. So I think that's why plastic bins really became popular, because they're see-through. You can see all the clothes that you're storing under your bed, let's say, but you're right. We have we all have these glass items, like these spice jars, like jars like vases that are see-through and that could also make some really great organizational vessels. You know what works so well, Stephanie? And it's something that is, I feel like super stylish. We see it all the time, mason jars. I absolutely love it when I go into a client's home and I come across their mason jar collection and I'm able to give it a whole new life through organizing. So we will use them from storing pantry essentials, even tea, coffee, the coffee pods can go into the mason jars. I have a client, we reorganized the children's bathroom. And instead of investing in new toiletry organizational, like countertop supply items, I instead use the mason jar. So their toothbrushes are properly stored and they can see it. They know that their toothpaste is right there. They know how much toothpaste they have. It's such a fun way to find valuable storage solutions in your own home. Yes, I so am on board. I have more mason jars than I can count because I do indeed can. But what you're saying there brings me back to last Thanksgiving. I was hosting last Thanksgiving and I was Googling tablescapes and I'm thinking a runner and little vases of flowers going down the runner and the vases were so cute and I was like oh I'm gonna buy those it'll just really bring the tablescape together and then I thought to myself why on earth would I buy six new vases if I have 56 mason jars in the basement and so I just made my own 
little makeshift mason jar vases. I don't think it looked as good as the tablescape I was trying to recreate, but it looked pretty darn good. Mason jars are cute, and I don't have any style or fashion sense at all, but in my opinion, mason jars are cool and cute and hip. Right on. <laughs> they are. We could have a whole conversation about the endless opportunities with mason jars. You can paint a mason jar easily and completely transform a tablescape by just painting it. Or the table runner that you mentioned, if it's paper, you could cut some some pieces off of the end, wrap it around the mason jar, put a little twine if you want it to be more rustic or elevate it with a more sophisticated ribbon. And you've just completely transformed those six mason jars that you're using for canning Now you're using it for decor. You can also use it for storage. There's countless opportunities there. What I love about repurposing, especially glassware, it's higher quality than some of the plastic solutions that we see. One more household item that I want to talk to you about today, Leslie, that most of us have plenty of lying around is generally the... The extra houseware thing. So I'm thinking perhaps tray, a serving tray or a bowl. They're good quality stuff. Perhaps we have some sentimental attachment to these items, but we don't necessarily want them or need them sitting in the cabinet unused. Do you have any repurposing ideas for those items? Absolutely. We've got some gems in our cabinets that could be used to enhance your space with decor. So let's use a a beautiful bowl, whether it be wooden, maybe it's porcelain. I would take one of those bowls and have it on the countertop with the apples that you mentioned that you picked today. And you've just transformed your space and your home with some natural elements that celebrate the season. It's not only bringing the outdoors in, but it's a design element. And it could be on a counter. You could put that bowl on your entry console or even on your coffee table. I tend to just have very minimal amounts of items on hard surfaces, but I do like to have one piece that is bringing some natural elements. And so whether it be produce or even filling it with some mums right now, you get a potted mum and pop it right inside. And you've just made a designer floral arrangement with items that you already have. And then maybe a $5, you know, potted mum from your local hardware store. I love doing that. I love to give new meaning, whether it be a bowl or even a tray. I use trays for multiple purposes from having it on your console or your entry. And maybe that's where you put your decorative pieces like coffee table books or even a little catch-all for your keys. We've got so many beautiful pieces that we already have that could be vintage or heirloom or just pieces that we've received over the years. You wouldn't necessarily realize that it would go beautifully until you try it. And once you try it, then it gives you more confidence to continue that feeling of repurposing items that you already have, especially entertaining pieces. Yeah. Your tips there would really speak well to those of us listening with 
sentimental clutter with other people's stuff, with people who's passed away as stuff who we've somehow inherited. We don't want to get rid of the stuff, but we also don't want to store it forever in our homes. Perhaps some of those items, especially seasonally, we're going into the Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, three-month party. Perhaps we can take some of those sentimental items, bring our loved one more into the home by using those items in some way for a short amount of time. Because I think it's important to to say if we take grandma's bowl and we put our keys in it, that doesn't have to be there forever. It could just be for a couple weeks. It could be out of respect for your grandmother, out of respect for the piece. Let's give it some use. But it doesn't have to be your key holder until the end of days. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love, especially as we're going into change of season, you had mentioned that idea of taking pieces that might be vintage or heirloom, how do we put a little modern spin on it? This time of year is perfect to do just that. If you have your grandmother's vase, I would cut branches from my yard right now and add just beautiful branches, fill it with water. And we've now brought some of that nature in the season in. You're giving life to, you know, a sentimental piece and you're giving it a whole new look. Yes. Going back to my grandma, she gave me this beautiful crystal water pitcher, but you can't hold water in the pitcher anymore because the handle is separating from the pitcher part. However, that doesn't mean it's pointless or worthless. I'm going to put that in my bathroom. I'm going to put some sticks and some lovely things in it, some flowers, some seasonal flowers in my grandmother's pitcher that no longer works as a pitcher, but I can't bring myself to throw it away because it was my grandmother's. Do you have any other quick tips like that for listeners who have the sentimental stuff? Absolutely. Items that may not be able to be used for its original purpose. I love using for holding, whether it be flowers or branches, do bring more of that autumn decor in or the spring, you know, whatever season it is. We have a collection of the silver cups, my like our, all of our first silver cups when we were babies. I use those all the time for filling flowers or I'll use it to put when I'm entertaining the little sugar packs or tea. I'll use that for all sorts of creative ways. It doesn't have to match. It doesn't have to be in perfect condition, but we can use some of these pieces in new ways and really celebrate the memory. And also, you know, I think it's such a beautiful conversation piece when you're entertaining or when you fill your home with pride then it's welcoming. There's a story behind the design or the style, and it really what allows your personality to come through and some of your family stories, which I think all of us really appreciate these days. And it keeps our loved ones alive in our hearts, in our homes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. If this conversation didn't motivate each and every one of us to do a little repurposing, a little shopping in our own homes. I don't know what conversation will do that. Leslie, tell my listeners where they can find more of you and your services online. 
Absolutely. Leslie Lair Living is available to connect with me through my website, leslielairliving.com. I'm also on social media where I share a lot of inspiration, DIY tips, designs, and projects. And that's at Leslie Lair Living, both on Instagram and on TikTok. I'll link to it all in the show notes to make it easy for listeners. But Leslie, I want to thank you so much for your tips. I am so motivated to repurpose some of my items for organization in my own home. So thank you so much. Thank you, Stephanie. What a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Listeners, that's a wrap. Show notes at mamaminimalist.com forward slash 309. This was a longish episode, so I'm going to be mindful of your time. And I'm just going to say, see you Thursday. Take care.